Welcome to the Hope Elam Podcast. We are a diverse church in the heart of Des Moines, seeking to bring God's kingdom as we live more like Jesus. We hope that what you're about to hear points you to Jesus Christ. Know that we're praying for you and look forward to connecting with you soon. God is so mighty that when they seen Peter, they say, Peter, if you just walk by and if we just lay in your shadow, uh, we would be healed. So God, right now in the name of Jesus, God, let's just find out which way you moving today. And God, just let us get in the way. And if just one of us get in the way, You know, God, if he comes into this holy place and he wants to bless one somebody here, don't you know we all will be blessed? (laughs) That's called his overflow. So God hit your target today, God. Jesus. Mm -mm. They don't know, Nick. Mm. Hit your target. Hit your target. Hit your target. God, I've seen your glory down through the years. And God, soon as I try to forget your glory, you will send glory back to me. Oh, Jesus. And say, never forget what I've done for you. Birth a rhema word today. Hit your target. In Jesus' name. Let the Redeemer of the Lord say hallelujah. hallelujah. And amen. All right feel a lot different than I did at nine. We'll take our time. We'll go through the points today. And uh, um, somebody's going to be helped today. I just just feel that. I just feel that. Um, It's just so good to see some people. I'll just keep that to myself. Say, what is a series? Um, Next level growth. You know, let me set it up, you know, before... I jump off. Um, When Jesus was on his way to Calvary, he said a couple of things to the people that they did not understand. So he knew that he had to educate them on some things because knowledge is power. He had already knew that uh, Hosea 4, 6 says, my people will be destroyed. For a lack of knowledge, if, if, if you don't know something, then, then you don't know how to act. So in Luke 21, he started to teach and preach about the crucifixion and resurrection. And, and right around in Luke um, 21, 38, 37, 38, it said the people, they got wind of it. And the people wanted to grow in the word and the people wanted to grow in him because he he. he Uh, preached and he taught with such authority so much so it said that they came early in the morning waiting for Jesus to come 
and speak that word because that word was a lamp unto their feet and a, and a light unto their path. He, he wanted Jesus to speak that word because they knew heaven and earth may pass away, but the word of God would stand forever. He, he wanted them, they wanted him to preach that word and teach that word because the word of God, as Hebrews 4.12 says, is sharp and it'll cut you. It'll divide soul from spirit and it'll take you out of the darkness and lead you to the marvelous light. That word will make the crooked straight and the rough plain and the mountains go down low and the valleys come up high. That word will allow lions and lambs to lay down together. That word will allow black and white and brown and educated and uneducated and rich and poor to meet in a sanctuary, to meet in a holy place called Holy Elam and say, send your word. Something about that word. And when they heard it, they started growing. And once they started growing, Jesus knew that no man take his life unless he lay it down. But what he really, really wanted them to understand, John 12, 32, he, he wanted them to understand, if I be lifted up, from the earth, I'll draw everybody unto me. And, and that's what I want us to learn today. I want us to grow to the next level that you really understand in your heart, mind, and soul why you love Jesus so much. First Peter 3.15 says you got to always be ready to give an answer when somebody asks you, you got to know what you believe, why you believe it, and you got to be able to defend what you believe. You can't say, I'm going to call Pastor Hurst because he'll be celebrating at Michigan State, spank Michigan, and he won't pick up. Come on, guys. Y'all better understand it. See, I'm a preacher who tell you the truth. I won't pick up if I'm doing I I won't pick up. Okay. But Jesus is on the main line. You can call him whenever you want. And come on, come on. He'll always click over. He'll always answer you when you have that next level growth. So that's what I want to jump off. Next level growth because this is what I want you to understand today because this is crucifixion resurrection language. This is crucifixion resurrection language. This is, this is a meat today. This isn't a noun, this is not a noun, you lay me down to sleep prayer. This is some deep stuff. Somebody died. Somebody got cut. Some blood was shed. Yeah, it was the, matter of fact, the Bible calls it, it was the horror on Golgotha's hill. It was ugly. So this isn't for the faint of heart today. And the only way you get it is you got to want to grow today. 2 Peter 3.18, grow in grace and in knowledge. I'm gone now, but we're going to get to the sermon. But, but if y'all don't understand this, the sermon won't make any sense. Because if you're newly saved, you are a babe. And 1 Peter 2 says, you're looking for sincere milk. You're looking for sincere milk to grow in the word of God. So that's the sermon title today hold that there before we get I'll let you know when we get there so it's customary you know I didn't even I can always tell when I'm off my square I don't do it you know we're creatures of habit 
and any of you who've been with me for a while, you know when I get to this point, I'll say, I'll jump off here. Um, now that we've got the preamble of, of how Jesus wants us to grow, I want you to realize once you accept Christ in your life, once you are a twice-born, blood-bought believer, there is some things that you got to know that just will happen in your life. Because if the devil has had you for a real long time, when you say, devil, I'm going to follow a different paradigm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow a different pattern. Devil, I'm going to go a different way. The devil doesn't believe you. And when you try to go that different way, he'll always try to pull you back to where you used to be. And then God is saying, no, don't go back to where you used to be. Why don't you press toward the mark of where I am calling you? So at that point, you at a demarcation point because now you are caught uh, in the middle. You, you, you know you want to follow God, but I, I ain't going to even raise my head because I know I'm talking to a lot of people here today. I feel it. But old things are calling you. Ooh, Jesus. But old things are calling oh, Okay. Yo, stuff that's not Christ-like is, must be this side. You know, old things, you know, you ain't been saved all your life and you've done some things and you can't come in here and get all dressed up and take a shower and think you all saved on the outside. But if I look down deep on the inside, what would I find? You ain't fooling me. You quick to judge somebody else, but you need to look at that man or woman in the mirror and when you look you have to be able to deal with the persecution ah, you have to be able to deal with the persecution they 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 say you brought this man to me the king you brought this you brought this man to me and and you say he led a revolt but you know I've researched him thoroughly and, and what I found, I've examined him, and, and what I find is he's innocent. He's done nothing wrong. Matter of fact, Luke 23, 4 says, I find no fault in this man. But yet you bringing him to me to say crucify him. Huh, I, I'm confused the the world says give me Barabbas you you they want another man but do you realize it was church folk <laughs> who wanted Jesus the world wanted Barabbas but we wanted to see if he get killed could he get up that's why watch us some fickle people. I, I don't even want to deal with the reformations because that's too much mess. Just, just go Google Martin Luther, Protestant Reformation, and it'll pump right up there. And you, and that's the sidebar sermon today. But as a church, don't you know y'all will tell me Hosanna, Hosanna one Friday, and then he's not a good pastor. The, 
That's why sometimes I say, I'm a prophet, not a prophet. I just have prophetic, prophetic moments. They say, Jesus, Jesus, it says in Luke 24, 19, it says he was a prophet. And, and because he was a prophet, he said that God and all the people were pleased with Jesus. And, and matter of fact, the woman at the well, you know, you can't leave her. The woman at the well in John chapter 4, the woman at the well looked at Jesus. And after he told her all her business, after he read her mail even before she opened it, she said, you a prophet. The reason we got to be a prophet is because only a prophet will be willing to get persecuted. I got a question. Please don't answer it. I'm going to just go on right to para. Right now, if it was a man standing out there with a nine millimeter, now somebody told me about a nine millimeter, and dum-dums that somebody told me, you know. If he's standing out there, no, an AK-47, see, now somebody told me. No, I knew about the nine myself, but the AK-47, that's a whole nother sermon. But just think of a guy with an AK-47 was standing right outside. And when you walked out the door, he asked you, uh, he put the gun, he put the, he put the AK-47 up to your head. And he says, are you a Christian? And if you say yes, I'm going to blow your brains out. Oh, Jesus. More pound. Now. I'm going to help y'all. I have to think about it for a minute because my life pretty cool, you know. I'm like, I'm like, Jeff, I'm like real happy with my life right now, you know. I'm like, good. I, I've, I've worked a long time to get to this place, but I would. Because I'm telling you, if you know God, if they blow your head off, you're going to a better. Okay, all right, all right. We don't get in that. Para, para, alongside... Helper, advocate. Luke 23, 39 for you online people. You know, he's write this down. This is, this is a good Bible study for you as Jesus is on his way to the cross. This para, it was, he was hanging there. I told you para means alongside, you know, advocate, helper. He was hanging there, this scripture here. He was hanging there with the thieves. He was hanging there, watch it, parallel to them. See, at nine, I work with para, but we got something else deeper for you today. But I'll just say para is the root word for parallel is para. Come on, parallel mean alongside. Oh, boy, you know, come on, y'all better stay with me. So the thieves was alongside Jesus. They say, hey, Jesus, if you Jesus, look at here, dude. Could tell they was from the hood and misunderstood. You got, in the King James, you could tell they from the hood, but in the NLT, you're not quite sure. In the kingdom of Jesus, look at here, Doc. If you the Messiah, man, if you that dude, save yourself. And when you save yourself, save us too. He was parallel with them. Huh. Parallel with him. For time's sake, I'm going to go to the first point. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm develop the first point. Para was for the nine because we didn't have time, but I want to get to the text today. The first point is we must understand the principle of Jesus. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Take your time. I ain't going to give you a lot, but I'm going to take my time, but I want you to get it. 
Look at the principle. Now, let me define principle. A principle. It's a truth, a present truth, based on another truth. Okay, let me say it again. I'm, 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 I'm going to make it plain for you. Rick Ross, I'm going to make it plain for you, but, 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 but hang your hat. What? I'm saying it's a present truth. The truth that you know is based on another truth. So the truth that it based on, oh Jesus, the truth that is based on got to be true because Jesus wants something else to be true over here. Okay, I'll give you some examples in a minute. Watch the truth. Jesus knew that he had to die. So he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. Okay, here it is. Are y'all ready? Jesus' truth was the cross. Okay, y'all still with me? That was Jesus. Amen? Jesus' truth. Jesus came to die. I need a Bible reader. So Bible reader, just say amen to everybody else who might be lost. Let, let them know I'm talking right. Right? Jesus came to die. So Jesus' truth was the cross. The cross was wrapped up in the truth of the what? Crucifixion. So Jesus' truth was wrapped up in the cross so he could die on the cross so we could be resurrected over here. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. The principle. It's a truth. Of, nah, well, maybe y'all get this since we having a hymn sing. Down at the cross where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart was, ain't no Methodist in here, was rolled away. Ain't no Lutherans in here. It was there by faith. I received my, and now I'm all the day singing glory. Ah. It's at the cross. That was his principle. So watch it. The cross principle, death was based on another principle, life. Oh, boy, I hope y'all seeing this with me. That's why we want to live by the principles of Jesus. Because God, watch it, Jesus will take us one place. Come on, Jesus will take you through sorrow just so he can bring you out to joy on the other side. Let me give you some scripture. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy come... Because, the, come on, the principle of darkness is he's going to always bring us to the marvelous light because he's the word made flesh and he came down to dwell among us full of grace and truth. But the reason some of y'all still looking at me perplexed a little bit is because y'all trying to figure out this principle and the reason you can't figure it out because it's a paradox. Jesus. Huh? I hope this makes sense. Watch this paradox, a contradiction. You can read it. You ain't, I hope y'all can see it. I ain't got to sweat a lot today. It's right there. If you just read, look, by this time, watch this paradox. It was about noon. And darkness fell. Now, let me. I rode the little bus with the helmet. But how can it be dark and light? 
at the same time. Somebody say eclipse. No, we ain't talking about eclipse today. We talking about next level growth. Ha! But watch it. And the whole land until 3 o'clock. Y'all still, y'all still, yeah. y'all still. Let me see. I got two people, Mashibo Chef and Naomi. Okay? Mashibo Chef. Huh? Bible reader. Second Samuel 9, 8. Now, for the Bible readers, you got to know, Don Fry, Mashibo Chef was Jonathan's son. Jonathan's father was Saul. Saul was the king. Y'all still with me? So Meshibosheth is the grandson of the king. He's royalty. But if you go to 2 Samuel 9, 8, I wish somebody would, Meshibosheth was living beneath his privilege of being royalty. And when David sent his uh, servant to go find Meshibosheth, when they found Meshibosheth, Meshibosheth say, what you want from me? I'm a dead dog. Look at the paradox. He's royalty, but yet he's calling himself. I know it's here, boy. Somebody here, you living beneath your privilege. God is calling you to royalty and you still want to hang out in the hood. Ooh, Jesus. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's here. It's here. I got another one for you. See, that's why I like, I'm dealing with the pain today. Y'all ain't got to shout up because I'm, I'm keeping my stingers time to fight. I see it on y'all face because you're living beneath your privilege. How do I know? Because game, peep, game, I live beneath privilege before. And it wasn't until I understood the principle of God. It wasn't until I understood that I was being persecuted. It wasn't until to I hooked up with the prophet. It wasn't until to the paraclete, the anointing of the Holy Spirit came into my life and came alongside of me. It wasn't until then I came out of the darkness and into the marvelous light. Naomi, Ruth, Naomi, come on, Hebrew word for Naomi, beautiful, come on, Bonnie, I already know, beautiful, but now she's beautiful, her name is beautiful, but did she say, don't call me by my name, don't call me Naomi, look it up, it say call me Mar, you know what Mar means, bitterness, now, wait a minute, y'all help me, you beautiful. Man, when you walk in the door, people say, wow, you're really, really beautiful. But you say, don't tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me I'm bitter. That's living beneath. Oh, Jesus. You here. You here. You living beneath your privilege. You here. You here. You here. But the reason you living beneath your privilege, you trying to put your hope in a church. You trying to put your hope in a pastor. You trying to put your hope in a musical instrument. You trying to put your hope in Deshaun singing. You trying to put your hope in getting a free breakfast. But I stopped by here to tell you my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy leave on Jesus' name, on Christ's desire.
solid rock I stand. All of the ground is. Quit living beneath your privilege and trust the promises of God. You live beneath your, ooh, I'm going to just say this and move on for real. You living beneath your privilege, you want to know why? You can't wait for God's promise to come true. So you go be, so you go do something that you know you don't want to do, and you go get with somebody you know you ain't supposed to get. Because you caught in a paradox. Some of you still paying for that decision. Ooh, that went somewhere. Okay. Prayer partners, I think, I think somebody needs to pray today, even if it's just one person. I feel it. I feel it. Somebody's living beneath their privilege, and it's not in me. I want you to come, and it could even be in your seat. I don't care. But today, I want to stop. It ain't about the sermon. If you don't know me by now, you will never know. It's about you having a transformation in your life because if you understand that you are with Jesus, you got to know that you're blessed in the fitty and blessed in the field and blessed going out and blessed going in. If you with Jesus, you got to know your royalty, your chosen and the reason you're royalty, and the reason you're chosen, because he's the pathway, Jesus. Pathway, she caught up. She caught up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Jeff, I'm caught up. Jesus. Jesus. Pathway. And he told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, see, for those of you who've been listening, I told you a principle is what? A present truth based on another truth. Who's the truth? And because he's the truth, he's the... Okay, okay. No, y'all not going to rush me today. Just chill, 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 chill. This ain't 9 o'clock. Whoever told y'all to come out here, I said, not now. <laughs> yeah, he had to break it up because this is serious. I feel it today. And this is what I'm all about now. I done been all that already. Y'all missed it many, many years ago. I'm here to change a life today. That's why I can be bold and, and they can wait. Listen. Jesus says, I am the way. Let me give you, remember the Israelites when they were leaving Egypt? You know, they were scared and when Moses, they was running. When they got to the Red Sea, what happened? What happened? They, they take us back. We want to go back. Come on, that's what Hope Des Moines people, we want to go back. Elam people, we want to go back. Guess what? You ain't never going back. Them churches ain't there no more, so you might say, oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said. But he provided the way. What did he do? He raised his rod. He opened up the Red Sea, and they did what? They went across. Oh, y'all ain't get that. Y'all ain't too much Bible, too much Bible. I'm in good time. It's only 5 to 12. I'm in good time. The Israelites with Joshua, Joshua 3. Watch it. We've never been this way before. But they get to the Red Sea, and what happens? Ah, uh, come on. Jesus. Jesus. 
Man, you want to be my member, man. Come, I'm, I want you to, you, I want you to be my member. Look, look at that. Look at him say, all right. Now, oh, y'all better, now y'all better put your hands together for that. Y'all can do better than that. You can do better than that. Wow. Sermon over. Y'all sitting there, it's not saying that my man said that he parted it. And then I said, I want you to be my member. He, he with his parents. He was like leaving them. Okay. I can't even get y'all to say amen. I'm done. Paradise. Come on, give me a couple of prayer partners right here, please. Just please, really quick. Just one other person right here. One other person, a prayer partner. Anybody, if you know how to pray, just stand here. Just stand. Somebody wants to come today, Jesus. And I'm going to be right here in the middle. Don't be afraid today. I feel it today. And I'm going to be pacific. Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing, but in prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, let your, ah, see that, Paraclete is here now. Let your request be made known unto God. I'm going to be very pacific today. If you want next level growth, if you tired of living beneath your privilege, if you want to say, Jesus, you're my pathway to next level growth for me, I'm telling you, come and get your prayer now because the song is that he's never lost a battle. And he has it. So don't look to your right nor to your left. Praise team, come as they sing. You got three people to pray for you today. And even if it's one person, that's, I, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you're here. And the target that God is sending today, my fervent prayer, is that you don't let the paradox in your life stop you from elevating your privilege. Won't you stand as the praise team sing? And if that appeal is you, won't you come right now in the name of Jesus? Thanks so much for joining us. To find out more about Hope Elam, follow us on Instagram at hope.elam or visit our website at hope-elam.org.